morning from Skift. It's Tuesday, December 8th in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade's learning experience is curated from their vast library of exclusive content and customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. Get started at tdameritrade.com education. And now, here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. A coming together of two software titans will not only impact the way most companies do business in the future, it could redefine how they manage and book their travel, writes corporate travel editor Matthew Parsons. Salesforce, a customer relationship management platform, entered into an agreement last week to acquire messaging service Slack for $27 billion. In essence, this creates a new entity that brings together sales and marketing teams from its 150,000 client companies with Slack's 10 million daily users under the same roof. Both are platforms that encourage users to make their own tools. The word to pick out here is ecosystem, and the acquisition is a defining moment. While the purchase gives Salesforce the opportunity to cross-sell its sales and marketing products to Slack users, travel companies should take note of the much-expanded and data-rich collective of hyper-connected employees that's just been created. Next up, Skift introduces readers to Abdul Moberry, the CEO of GA Telesis, a Fort Lauderdale-based aviation firm with 600 global employees, Moberry has made 42 business trips since the start of the pandemic, writes contributor Ruthie Munoz. He professes not to have any concerns, following protocols of wearing masks and washing hands. Moberry told Skift business people are tired of Zoom, and he strongly believes there is no substitute for being there in person. Read more at skift.com about this intrepid traveler's routines during this time of crisis. Finally, we end with some dire predictions about the end of happy hour at events. Angela Tupper and Dylan Minorcio of Event MB, a Skift brand, write that somewhat ironically, the biggest reason to include alcohol at events is also the biggest reason to exclude it. It reduces people's inhibitions. Alcohol's biggest selling point is its use as a social lubricant, allowing people to let loose and relax around new acquaintances. But from a safety standpoint, this is hardly an ideal time to be encouraging attendees to put their guard down. Early hybrid events suggest that it is often difficult for attendees to maintain the recommended distance from one another even when they are sober. At the same time, for planners who are already struggling to create engaging experiences under social distancing restrictions, the removal of casual drinking might seem like yet another jab at the marketability of their events as attractive networking opportunities. Adding to the dilemma is the question of inclusiveness. Is foregoing alcohol more inclusive for those who abstain on religious or personal grounds, or is it less inclusive because it limits people's options? For more travel stories, head to skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com slash daily.